Welcome to the manual. Another week has passed and we are still uh, divided. It seems to be on the COVID response, the COVID um, reopening, and also <clears throat> any measures that your state is uh, taking. I'm personally in Virginia and we are still under a lockdown order until June 10th as of right now. Um, mixed emotions about that, but obviously safety is the rule of the day. Uh, as the numbers rise, currently we are at 69,079 deaths. A few days ago, we were just at around 62, 63,000. This is very scary, as you can imagine. Um, everyone's been kind of taking this thing very lightly um, from what I've seen where I live. Uh, when I head out to the supermarket, it's, it, it's basically like I'm going to the moon. I got to dress in a lot of PPE equipment to make sure that I, I arrive safe, get back safe, and not, and not bring the virus into my environment. One of the things that, that <clears throat> troubles me is that, you know, um, as I watch some of these news, and I try to avoid the news as much as possible uh, because my days are becoming dominated with watching the news, and um, there's a lot of false narratives. But you try to kind of fix the, um, I'm sorry, you, you kind of have to sift through the information uh, as best as you could because uh, two stations would give you different reporting, um, so to speak. And everyone's kind of trivializing this thing, really. Um, I, for one, um, is kind of perplexed at how human nature, behavioral situation how we want to re-enter society just like we left it um this is supposed to kind of be a ease back into things into some normalcy but a lot of people are taking and taking into account that they've been cooped up now for eight weeks in in some aspects or, or might be a little longer for some people for me it's just this is week eight um i've come to grips with it i learned how to work out at home i've learned to connect with my uh, family and friends i've also learned how to make use of the time that I have uh, constructively. And then, of course, I have my times where I just kind of go off the reservation and, and, and off the grid. But one of the things that that kind of shocks and alarms me, and, and I guess I shouldn't even say that these days because nothing should shock and alarm us in society, is how a lot of people are approaching reentering society um, without regard for their other citizens. Um, whether they're, you know, older, younger, we really don't even know what the virus, um, uh, the demographic of the virus is. We know how it impacts certain communities. We also know how it, it impacts certain um, demographics, but it seems to kind of be all over the place for the most part. Um, whether you're healthy, not healthy, um, old, young, you know, feeble, strong, it, it really kind of, kind of looks at makes you look at things like, you know, what is really going on? You know, what is the truth? What is not the truth? We've been given information that the virus can live in the air for a certain amount of time. It can live on surfaces for a lot of times. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of panic, but also there's been a lot of a lot of people trying to make sense of what's really going on. You know, we we're hearing about how long it takes to develop a vaccine. Makes sense. You know, vaccines aren't something, especially for something new to be made up overnight or in a, in a space of a few weeks or a few months, you know, for what I understand about medicine uh, and cures and, and vaccination, it takes a while for human trials to take place. It also takes, takes a, a while for things to kind of develop and for them to know because um, 
I'm not a doctor, but I've heard things um, in the past and I've, I've heard things of late that most of the vaccines that we have today or we are that have been developed weren't the ones that were developed in the onset, which means basically that they started out with something and then had to tweak it at some point because, again, you know, this is a evolving situation. So whatever we can get, obviously, we'll welcome so we can get our hands around this thing. But it is really depressing to know that um, people, other citizens um, are taking things into their own hands. Now, the other argument of that I can kind of hear is that, you know, people that own small businesses or large businesses, they're losing money at an, at, at an incredible rate. But at what cost? At what human toll? At what acceptable number of human beings dying makes it seem um, acceptable that these things could happen? Okay. You know, I, I'm a personal trainer. I work, I, I work in a gym. It's one of the, one of the environments that um, we come into contact every day with staff and MRSA and things of that nature. And if you don't know what staff and MRSA are, they're very nasty viruses. Um, they kind of thrive in gyms. Um, if you are unlucky to ever contract um, one of these viruses, it, it, it is um, probably one of the worst things that can happen to you um, because there is no real vaccination. There's no real cure. There's no real fix it all kind of thing. It's kind of like your your um, immune system will have to fight it off. It is a flesh eating um, situation in some most cases. So it's kind of a grim situation. But when it comes to this thing, um, as I mentioned on previous podcasts before, that we there is going to be no new normal. Um, the new normal is a constant evolution of new normals. Um, you know, going to a movie theater going to get something to eat, hanging out with some friends, playing sports with friends, lifting with friends, uh, having social um, engagements at our at our homes, at other people's homes, uh, going to a wedding, going to a funeral, a lot of things, even traveling, traveling. Everyone likes to take a vacation here and there. I am one to be on someone's island with a nice umbrella drink in my hand, but it's going to take a while for everyone to kind of get to that new normal again. It's kind of funny that we haven't, thought about that before how we come into contact with things and other people and situations like that that this pandemic has you know obviously it's new um and it's rare in in some instances that has showed us that you know how we interact with each other how things how things kind of come about um and things like that so i i definitely and definitely implore you that if you are in a situation where you can stay home, where you're not forced to kind of be out, um, if you can work from home, please, even not for the sake of yourself, for the sake of your loved ones and other people, we have to think about people that are vulnerable. And if you look at it in, in a in a microcosm, we all are vulnerable to this in some kind of way, because if we're not going to um, um, succumb to it, we can give it to someone else who could. And that's the, I guess that's the scary part. Um, I know of several people uh, indirectly and directly to have lost their lives to this situation. And it is sad that you cannot, you know, reach out to family members, um, have a sense of getting together, giving someone a proper send off that have succumbed to this thing. You know, we've we've looked at the year starting and no one could have, you know, predicated that this was going to happen, that we were going to be facing 
um, something of this magnitude um, so early in the year. And we are heading into our middle part of the year and we are still uncertain as to what uh, what is going to happen for the most part. Um, one of the things I wanted to touch on today, um, obviously, um, kind of opened up with with what my talk was going to be on today, but I want to kind of address um, how the economy is affecting a lot of people or in directly and indirectly. Directly, obviously, we cannot physically go out and make a living um, and we still have to pay our mortgages, our rents, our car notes, our insurance payments, uh, school tuition, whatever you have going on. Um, it is vital that you are able to do that. But one of the things that has kind of came up is that, you know, um, we are being forced to to make decisions based on economics. And one of the hardest things about this is that we have to think about how we go forward. OK, um, plans of buying a home, plans of 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 switching switching um, jobs to go to another location, all those things are now compromised, and all those things are now uh, up in the air because again we cannot figure out as a society what direction that we're going to go into. Every state in the union basically has given their take on how they're going to be open and in what phase and use what guidelines and how it's going to kind of be for everyone. Um, and that's fine and good, but then you have to think about if there is a relapse, if, if there is a second wave, so to speak, as the, as, as the experts on this tour verse way better than I am, how it's going to affect um, people if we have another shutdown, you know, um, catastrophic, we don't know, cataclysmic, we don't know. Um, it, it is a fluid, evolving situation, and we have to kind of take our time in in approaching things again you know one of the things that i i um i miss the most is just kind of being outside and for the most part what i said about being outside is not the essential being with friends being you know with with loved ones being um kind of free it's being outside, being connected to a lot of things that I've enjoyed doing for leisure. Um, and I didn't realize much in, in, in the past few weeks how much of a not outdoors person I am, but I am not also an indoors person as well. So there's kind of comfortable medium because at first I was like, oh, it's something I can do. This is something I can, I can um, get used to for however long um, needed. But I'm realizing in a lot of ways that it's an it's a new normal for me to just kind of get up and go through my routine. But my routine prior to this was kind of always um, erratic. Uh, I am not a person that other than other than for work appointments. I'm not a person that kind of lives in a planner or a back in the day, um, the Blackberry <laughs> uh, or, or uh, appointment center. I was not one of those kind of people. Because I would never really make solid plans unless I was taking a trip. But in this situation now, I'm learning to appreciate more the freedom that I had control of. The freedom that I had to kind of step into my my world and, and kind of um, be lord and master of it. 
you know this is probably a taste of what someone and again this is kind of a far-fetched um shot here if someone who is incarcerated is going through like they they're kind of just in a in an environment all day long um not to um associate prison <laughs> situations with being home but kind of being in a routine that you kind of really have no control of um and when you, when you do get a little bit of control um you you're exercising your movement with so much fear that it's that is unprecedented um I uh, I talked to a friend the other day um, about how um, things are going in, in another state, and they were explaining to me um, what they're facing as well. And we kind of you know we're exchanging some ideas about about business and things of that nature because you know eventually we will open up and things will kind of get back to some kind of semblance of normal. But it, it was giving me ideas on what I wanted to do with myself. Um, as far as business, I'm in the fitness business. Obviously, it's a multi-billion dollar situation. Um, but more so kind of giving people a sense of, um, you know, living in the normal. You know, I um, I talked about mental health a few uh, a few times ago um, on, the, on the cast. And with that being said... It's kind of linking phys- physical fitness with mental health um, and what that kind of looks like in a nutshell. And I'm working on a little something to address this. Um, not someone necessarily because I'm not a doctor to diagnose someone with mental health issues, but it, it is a proven fact that exercise eases certain things about our health. Uh, obviously, the physiological aspects of, of being healthy, but it also deals with um, our well-being as far as our mood, okay? Um, obviously, being sequestered <laughs> in this time of, of great uncertainty, a lot of our, um, a lot of our, our, our patience is being tested, either by our loved ones or, um, you know, people you work for or people that work for you um, in that kind of way. And, and, and again, I think it's, I think it's contributed to a lot of factors, a lot of factors that we really can't have control of a lot of things right now. And being in control of oneself is probably one of the hardest things that people can achieve. We all like to live in that bubble that, oh, I'm Lord and master of who I am, but you're kind of not, um, in a nutshell, you know, you kind of, you know, live by someone else's agenda, by someone else's schedule. Um, you are forced to do things. Um, and I shouldn't say forced is a, as a good word, but you are um, voluntold, I guess this is a better word, to do certain things um, where you have to be at a certain time. How long should you sleep for? When you can take a vacation and things of that nature. Um, this is a, a, a time in, in, in place right now where um, if you are developing whatever hobbies you have to monetize it this is probably one of the best times to sit down and formulate a business plan and 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 secure some kind of thing because the job that you may have uh, unfortunately and 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 this is kind of a scary thing may not be there when you get back or you may not want to go back depending on what the situation is and what you do for a living um so a lot of the things that we are trying to do um for ourselves um, and do for others, it's actually reciprocated and reversed in a way. And one of the things that um, I'm trying to, um, and I'm going to collaborate with a couple of my 
my fine fitness friends and I have a friend that's a actual counselor, um, two friends actually that are counselors in, um, in, in, in the field of mental health is to kind of get an idea of what their patients or anyone they're counseling is dealing with. So I can get a kind of idea of how to assist someone in a time of need because anxiety, um, you know, it's something that you could take medicine for, but why should you, if you can find an alternate route to channel that anxiety somewhere else? Um, we all have, um, people that we come into contact with that, that have their idiosyncrasies, um, about certain things. But again, you know, what, what we are in the, in our minds in control of, we're not, you know, again, we, we live by someone else, you know, like the moon controls the tides on earth. It, it, it is kind of a relationship like that, that you kind of share with society and society's norms are, are, are crazy. Right now you're seeing people literally risking their lives. Um, we won't know today, but we'll know in a couple of weeks on projections of, of how opening too soon um, and um, opening certain certain businesses deemed necessary will affect us. You know, I am not for someone to starve to death. So th- I hope anyone listening to this doesn't think that I am so out of my mind that I, I would rather have someone just waste away worrying about how they're going to pay for this or support that or do this and things of that nature. But I think I want to separate that from saying a lot of the silliness, like going to get a tattoo um, or um, risking your life to do something trivial right now is crazy where you can just stay put for just a second to understand what what your role in the big machine is. OK, one of the things that that um, that I, I will not back down on um, is the fact that, you know, you can everyone can have an opinion. Everyone can have um their um, set core values, whatever you want to call it, belief systems, but everyone is entitled to kind of um, help humankind. Um, and I say that from not from the, the cleave, the person, I say that from the Taoist that I am. People, you know, that know me well know that I practice Taoism. It's, a, it's I guess I wouldn't even call it a religion, so to speak. But in Taoism, you think about the other people that are around you in your immediate circle in those immediate circles and exponentially fanning out you are um in direct course um trajectory with someone else's future past and present Uh, we all affect each other in different ways and um to show much of this selfless act of love for first responders um, helping those in, in very much need right now in, in this dire consequence, you have to think about them as well, that they've, you know, survived all that they've done to pretty much come into contact with you because you went to a beach or went to get a tattoo and they're going to get groceries order. They're going out to get fresh air and you've given them this thing. It's very irresponsible and I would love to have someone come on the podcast to to um, debate that with me. You know, it's not about me being right or wrong. It's about me trying to be socially responsible for the next human being. 
because there's chain reactions. You know, you causing someone else to get sick, chain reactions their entire life. And what a what a what a way to go if we do that kind of disservice to our fellow uh, human beings. Okay. Um, in closing, I'll keep this one short. I'm going to try to get, I have a few guests that are going to be lined up um, in the next coming um, series. Um, uh, I think Friday, Thursday and Friday will be my first two new guests um, to the podcast completely. Looking forward to talking with them. Um, uh, so kind of excited about what they're going to want to talk about, because again, this is an organic um, situation where we don't um, at the manual, we don't pick what we're going to talk about. We kind of react to and we get involved in whatever the subject matter is. Um, so I I want to thank you guys for um, supporting this podcast. I've gotten some some really nice emails and I've gotten some some really nice texts from people um, saying, you know, this is kind of great. I don't know where it's going to evolve into It's kind of right now. Um, I'm killing my time doing something that I've always wanted to do. Um, but I really don't know where it's going to go. And I hope, you know, it goes into a couple of good spaces. Um, I got contacted by a few people um, already. And it's kind of the, in, in kind of mind blowing um, that want to um, have more content put up um, and sponsorships. And I never I never looked at that in the beginning when I just said, hey, I wanted to actually do this podcast and kind of get some idea of, of what you know people are thinking about and kind of you know get a good laugh a good cry uh good interactions good feelings and things of that nature but i've you know hopefully if this can go for far great if not i'll still do it as long as people are going to listen so i want to thank you again for your for your time today and i hope that you are um doing the best that you can do for yourself and, f- and for your family and that you are you know being socially responsible um for the other person and for yourself i appreciate you guys so much and thank you for listening to the manual